You're listening to Two Gomers Run For Their Lives, a podcast about two regular guys challenging themselves to live healthier and inviting a nation along for the run. This is a Season 8 off-season episode for Spring 2018. Two Gomers Saw Solo. Welcome everybody to this special spring episode, spring slash summer episode of Two Gomers Run For Their Lives, Season 8. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, with my friend Steven all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Hey dude. What up dude? Spring, summer. I would say it's technically spring. Okay, yep. But it's the summer movie season for sure, which now yep. starts in like February when Black Panther came out. <laughs> right. Like Valentine's Day is yep. now summer movie season. And well, our kids aren't out of school yet. Right. So so that that's what made me think of summer. So yeah. uh today is the second day of Cobb County Schools summer. Wow. Um, which is also so it starts early and then mm-hmm. school starts early. Yeah, when does school shorter. start? Man, it starts like August second. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, so our boys are done next week. It's just okay. the same. And then it's like August 8th or something. Okay. So it feels so early both ways. Because I feel like, man, when we when we were kids uh-huh. in Wisconsin, yep, it was like July. We would get out of school and September we would start. Yeah. I know that's not true, but it, fe- it was later though, right? It was for sure at least a week or two into June. Yeah. I agree. And then it felt like it was solidly in September when we would yep. start school. Yeah. Um, I think it would start after um, Labor Day a lot of times. Right. That's so right. It would be like September 1st, 2nd. Man, yep. that month of August. But, you know, I don't know. It's cool. <laughs> the dog let's get days it, let's of get it going. Yeah. <laughs> the dog. Yeah, finally. It's it's May. Let's get out of school now. <laughs> get Get it going. I need to see some movies. which is the main point that we are recording this episode yep this is the quickest turnaround maybe ever well i think Um, we say that every time we record a star wars podcast i think it has become our tradition now to do this day after okay star wars reviews i think for the past well what is this now four star wars movies that have come out in the past two years you are totally right and i think three of those we've done like really tight tight yeah right <laughs> i mean to like not tight the episode is not tight it's always rambling and dumb <laughs> what i mean is it's close to the time that we actually right. saw Quick and this is technically around. the premiere date of the movie right yes that is so okay i'm re- you know the thing that i'm thinking about is that our last um the rogue or ready player 1 oh right that was like a month late that's that's what I'm thinking. That's what's stuck in my head. Yeah, but I do think we've been pretty good at Star Wars review episodes. Yep. You're absolutely right. Um, so this is going to be spoiler-ridden, right? For sure. Absolutely. 100%. Um, yeah. Um, and also, super spoiler, I don't even know what you think of the movie. Super stoked. A lot of times lately, you've been throwing something up on Twitter. Yeah. Which I can kind of read between the lines. No clue what you think. I just posted um, that picture of me 
um, having brought Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Oh right, yeah. To the movie, and I didn't even yep. think about. Well, I I sort of thought like, oh, is this a good idea? But then when I was there, I was like, I can't pull this out. Yeah, this is literally his murder weapon. Right. That's like too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah, I don't want to make anybody cry in the theater. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler yep. alert: Han Solo does survive this one at least. Oh yeah. Yep, this is one of those movies where you know how it's going to end. Right. Like every like the people that you want to survive are going like going to survive. Yeah, so we know Lando, oh. Solo and Chewie all survived this movie. Yeah. So, um okay, so we're going to jump into some running talk, some running chat. Right, because it's been first. a while since we've recorded. I mean, yep. I don't think we talked running at all in Ready Player 1 ep, did we? Mm, I don't think so. Probably not. <laughs> we did in our special, which is still out there. Yeah. Um, and people can still give to that. We're going to thank some more people at the end of this episode. Um, and we have another special coming. Don't yep. worry. Yep. <laughs> um, we're going to try to get that out because we said it was spring specials. We're going to try to get that out when it's still spring. For sure. And also, we're going to be hanging soon. That's In like true. a month, right? Yeah, we, we're actually going to see each other. So that's always super fun. We'll get to run together, get yep. to eat together, mm-hmm. laugh. Yeah, it just kind of works uh, out that we're in the same city for a couple hours. And so we're going to get together in Madison. Yep. Uh, end of June, right? Yep. Yeah, that'll be fun. Super sweet. Um, hey, so before we get into running real quick. Yeah. Uh, what were your predictions again about Solo? Okay. Um, so not only do it. So I had one main prediction. Okay. Which was that we would get some prequel, that the yep. prequel fans would get thrown a bone. Yep. So let's wait until we review. Yep. We don't want to spoil anything, but that was one of my, um, that was one of my uh, predictions. Yep. But listen, I did this thing. I don't know if you want me to do it now. Maybe we can do it now. Which is, I wrote some dialogue. Okay. <laughs> that I thought was going to happen in the movie. I wrote three scenes. They're each like. 20 seconds long. Okay. That yeah, I thought these are going to, some version of this is going to happen Yep. in the movie. Okay. okay. So we are going to talk running and then we're going to go to a subtle review, but maybe this is a little teaser of yeah, what I, I thought was going to happen in the movie. Yep. Okay. And I got to use a little bit of my screenwriting from my Ooh. screenwriting class in college. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I wrote three quick scenes. Ready? Okay. Yep. This one happens in a bar. Scene okay. one happens in a bar. Lando and Han are sitting there together in a bar. Yep. Okay, so they're looking around the bar. Lando, indicating a classy woman at the bar. What about her? Han grunts, not my type. Lando, oh no? Han, I wouldn't be caught dead dating a princess. Okay, that's scene one. <laughs> so you nice. see where I'm going. It's, these are all fan service. Scenes that I thought were going to happen. Okay, second scene. This is directly from the trailer, um, or an image I saw in the trailer. Okay, it looked like there were there was going to be some sort of like gunfight between him and that uh, person with that cool mask. Yep. So, a little scene setting here. Hans' draw is so quick it's a blur. He fires, and the Marauder slumps to the ground dead. Chewie makes an impressed, inquisitive garble. Kira, his secret? Chewie answers with a noise that sounds like, yeah. Kira, no secret. Han always shoots first. Mm. 
Yes. Okay. 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 And this was the the closing scene. All right. (laughs) Han and Lando are in the Millennium Falcon together. Okay. Lando, I never caught your last name. Han, working the controls, never had one. Lando, that's so? No family? No tribe? Han flips one last switch. Nope. Until now, I've always gone it alone. Beat. Lando. Solo, huh? Directed by Ron Howard. (laughs) That's how it ends. (laughs) Yep. So I swear to you, I wrote those scenes two days ago in five minutes, and we will talk in the solo review about if any of them came true or if I got close. Okay. Um, My predictions were we're going to hear something about the Kessel Run. Okay, got it. In in twelve parsecs. Yep. Um, and uh, actually, I think that was the only one that I thought of. You, I think you predict. Oh, I remember one. You predicted that Lando would not have seen the destruction of his Falcon, so that when he says in Empire Strikes Back, "What'd you do to my ship?" Oh yeah. Okay. It's because he wouldn't have actually known what happened to the falcon up till then got it oh the other one was that we're gonna see the card game oh that's right that that they that they talk about how right is that in empire that he yep. says he, he won, won it from him. the falcon uh in a in a game of cards or something like that right okay those those, those are it. great okay good well i dude do we have to talk about running? Let's just, okay, we gotta talk yeah, about we running. We gotta talk about bit. running, and I'm super sorry. My brand new chair that's now a year old is loud. <laughs> I've already heard like a farting sound like three times. I know. So it's like I love this chair. It's it's actually for any bassoonists that are listening in, this chair rocks. I can put up a link if anybody wants. I am positive nobody. <laughs> but the thing <laughs> right, for that's a bassoonist, what for. bassoonist, so you need chair. a chair uh-huh. that the arms can come down and come up so you can't have chairs at uh, arms at least on the right side of a chair oh right because the instrument has to come that way right okay so i found this chair at office depot where the 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 arms come up and down Uh uh-huh super comfortable super great so So it folds back is that what you're saying like it actually the the arms fold up and down okay got it super easily this is my reed desk slash you know gomer desk yep um, chair, so it's like a, it's not like a practicing chair, but you still want to be able to play. So why is it squeaking all of a sudden? I don't know. Pro- maybe I need to oil it or something. Yep, that's true. <laughs> There's a lot of moving parts. This is one of those things I had to put together. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yep. So who who knows? Maybe I maybe I didn't put it. No, I, I put it together right. It wasn't that hard. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go, uh, nation. There's some chair chat for you. Chair <laughs> Thr- chat. Thrilling. This is what people have been waiting for. Bassoon uh, Gomer's tip. Great. All right. So let's get to a little bit of running and then some solo chat. All right. Let's do it. Hey, how's it going over there? In the week in review, can't wait to hear about your running before you talk about movies again. <laughs> no LaCroix? I'm sorry, I drank my LaCroix earlier today. Okay, I see. 
and I had a few more, but they're all room temperature. Mm. So yeah, that's not good. Lacroix is one of those things that room temperature you don't want it, right? Doesn't it's like, doesn't work. Yeah, it has to be chilled. I know. <laughs> it has to be ice cold, otherwise it just tastes weird. And so maybe the way it tastes, maybe that's a, a good way to see like how far we've grown. Uh huh. Because like room temperature is what it tasted like to me in like when my parents would drink it when I was a kid. Sure. Yeah. And you know, but so maybe it's a it's a good way to to go back and be like, oh yeah, I used to think it tasted like this. Now I understand that it tastes great, but only when it's cold. Okay, it's the same thing for me with coffee now. Okay. Like if I have a room temperature coffee, I'm like, I don't. Do I like how this tastes? But if it's piping hot or ice cold, yep, great. Lukewarm, spit it out of your mouth. <laughs> That's true. There <laughs> we go. All right, here we are in our month in review. Honestly, Nation, we're recording this because we wanted to talk about Solo. But yep. there's also some running stuff going on with us. It is a running podcast. Don't forget, we are sure. between seasons. Yep. Well, no, wait. Well, we're between two parts of season eight. Yep, we're between, yeah, we're in a hiatus. That does not mean we're in a running hiatus, though, because you can follow us on RunKeeper and Instagram and Twitter. Right. And keep up with all that minutia. Yeah. Because um, we're we're at it. We're, we're like, running. Yeah, there was a time w- this past week, maybe last yep. week, yep. where in my Twitter feed was your run and my run right next to each other. Yeah, like within minutes. Unplanned. Yep. Somehow, see... We, we keep, I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast, but we keep thinking like maybe we're like E.T. and Elliot, but we can't figure out which one is which. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, let's figure it out right now. Which one of us is E.T. and which one of us is Elliot? Uh, I'm probably E.T. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say that too. <laughs> All right. See, no secrets between us. <laughs> kind of like that scene when he's like almost dead. Yes. And it looks like he's covered in baby powder. Ugh. I I had I used to have such bad dreams about that ET. Oh yeah, that's so sad. When they I, fi- when um, didn't mean to make light of that. No, that's fine. When he when they find him in that ditch. Yep. Oh. The the worst image of the movie. Yep. So sad and like his his sad like cry. Mm. Oh man, what a great movie. That movie affected Lily so much. I think I may have mentioned this that hmm. she won't watch it. Really? Cuz she she really loved it. Remember? Yes. It was one of it was the first movie where she cried at. Mhm. And she just remembers like that emotional impact of being so sad. Yeah. And of course it ends happy. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a no spoiler but oh no, we told people it was going to be spoiler ridden. So yeah, there you we go. We didn't say ET though. <laughs> That's true. Um but like yeah, so E.T. Elliot though the thing is they have like a symbiotic emotional, emotionally symbiotic relationship, right? Right. Where they feel each other's pain, and so somehow, dude, just because we're such good friends, there is, <laughs> there is a good amount of that. Um, <laughs> now, my uh, sorry to harp on E.T. Not harp, but I love it. Like, yep. is that ever spoken out loud? These two have a symbiotic relationship or is that movie so well put together yeah. and directed that yep. you just know that i mean there's that long scene where et is getting drunk right oh yep <laughs> elliot's at school right um, and elliot feels sad about the frog and and all yep. that stuff 
I feel like at some point somebody sits me down as a viewer and says, um, these two have a symbiotic relationship. And right. by the way, the force is caused by tiny bacteria called midichlorians, right? Like somebody has sat me down, but I don't think so. I think in ET, you just pick it up. It's so well done. Yep. That you know that's happening on the hospital bed scene at the end. It's because it's one of the best movies ever. Agreed. Oh, man, we're doing that one, dude, in uh, January. Oh, you're playing that one. Here, yep. Oh, jeez. Yeah, dude, next year, uh, I think, uh, no, it's not, Home Alone's happening in Florida Orchestra. Okay. E.T. and Empire Strikes Back are happening here. Wow. As well as, I think, Casablanca, maybe? Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't think so, I know that score. I I don't think I do either, but it'll be it'll be sweet. I mean, dude, when we did Singing in the Rain, uh-huh. I was like, oh, this will be dumb. And it was so amazing. I love that movie. Yeah. Well, I see, I'm I'm not super good at my classic movie like knowledge. Yeah, for so, s- for some reason we watched that a lot as kids. Hmm. <laughs> so that has become one that I really love. Yep. Oh man, it's so good. Huh. I love discovering old stuff and maybe it's just because there's holes in my knowledge sure partly because my dad could give a rip about movies huh like my dad my dad probably didn't watch a movie like barely ever wow he like never watched tv yeah um just couldn't sit still just all about music working fixing stuff yeah um yeah so he, he liked Liar Liar, though. I remember that. But see, that's the thing. His, like, threshold of laughter was, like, so low. And that movie is so funny that yeah. it, it, like, blew his mind. Now, that is a folklore story that I believe I was there in the theater. You were there? I, yep. I actually don't think I was. Oh, you weren't? No, I don't think I was. Okay. <laughs> but I've heard the story of your dad almost dying with pleasure at Liar Liar. <laughs> so many times that I am, of course, then in the theater with you during that yeah. moment. <laughs> totally. Uh, one of the most fun movie experiences ever. Um, yeah. Where I loved it slash was embarrassed. <laughs> right. Uh, in equal measure. Yep. So I had that exact same thing happen with um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay. Had a big family gathering or friendship gathering, okay. Friendsgiving mm-hmm. in, in Tampa with Florida Orchestra people, like probably 20 people. Okay. And then we watched that afterwards. Uh-huh. Uh, and um, my mom had never seen it. Okay. Like dying laughing. Uh-huh. Like so loud. <laughs> and like... Like, I mean, really fun, sort of embarrassing. And I told her about that, but she didn't care. And like, I didn't care either. And like, my friends were super encouraging too. Cause yeah. they're, you know, they're like, we could tell that your mom just loved it. Yeah. And <laughs> who, who doesn't love to be in the room? I think with that, oh, like yeah. somebody experiencing that yep. much joy. Yes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> totally. I wish I was there in that room. Tell me that story yep. more. So I think I am. Okay. <laughs> well, you, you've sat around that table in Tampa. Yes, well, St. Pete. Yep. Uh, and yep. So you can imagine it. Yep. At least. I'm there. I'm there now. Okay. <laughs> yep. Let's talk some running. Okay. Um, we we haven't really talked about running much, like I said. But how are you doing? How is your running going? You have a marathon coming up in less than a year. Like, yep. Right? Like forty weeks, I think. Okay. 
Um, so it's going pretty good. Uh-huh. Um, basically where I'm at right now is I'm just trying to log miles. Yep. Um, I, you know, I'm always having like these little revelations mm-hmm. and it's like, it's like, you know how, like if you do a diet for one day and you're like, why aren't I different? Right. Or you go for like one run and you're like, that's it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really trying to just um, keep like an an even keel, like a just a straight line. Yeah. For a while. No roller coasters here, right? You no don't roller be coasters. Like, this is amazing or this is terrible. Yep, just ups and downs. Because remember our three mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, not enough miles. Yep. No margin. No margin. And insufficient why. Yep. So, I am building one and three pretty well okay so building the miles and working on my why yeah and the margin piece has to do with pace mostly yeah, right? so, and so the margin is pace yeah and so like i've had a couple runs that are below where i want to be like i would love to be so sub five is 11 26 right yep yep so i would love <laughs> exactly yeah that's up yeah that's that's five your, strive <laughs> Five strive, eleven twenty six on the dot. Um, like synchronize your watches at the very beginning. Um, yeah, so I want to be well under a minute below that per mile. Okay, so you're aiming for like under ten thirty. Yep. So that that's what I'm aiming for, and Mm -hmm. so I'm not hitting that right now. Yeah. Um, but I found I think I, I reported this earlier, but I found basically an outdoor treadmill. Which is what I okay that that sounds weird. What does that like, mean? What you bought okay. a treadmill that goes outside? No. Okay. So <laughs> this is one of my weird head things. I needed a place that was flat, that was shaded, that was a place where I can just log miles. Right. And flat is the key word there because that seems like the heart. When I was there, yeah, I was thinking like, dang, yeah, everything is a hill. It's super hilly here. It's crazy, and that's. That's just like the, I'm less worried about all the training and the, um, and all the, like all the, all the training and the race than I am about the hills. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that's, what's like this daunting, like thing in my future. It's like, I'm looking ahead to this mountain that I'm afraid of Yeah. is, is kind of where I'm at. So, but I'm, I'm trying to just put my head down and, and build the miles, mm. um, so that you know, there's a base. Yep. And I think that's, that's going to be great. And so like, I'm still doing some of like the running around the hills areas. Yeah. Um, like around my neighborhood and stuff, which is just ridiculously hilly. Yeah. I Um, remember, but just trying to, trying to just, you know, collect miles under my belt. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, building that base ability to run distance. Yep, exactly. Building like muscle, just, building stamina, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um so kind of like little by little is my is my my um catchphrase right now just one run after another. Like I I really look up to you in that how you did that. Yeah. Is that's how you did it? Yeah, that's one all I did. Time. Just go go for a run again. Yep. <laughs> it's like Dang. a cumulative effort. Yep. You know, so Cumulative, cumulative being not about the one, being about how they add on each other, but then cumulative is built on a bunch of ones. 
And I think the hardest stage of that is where you're at right now. Yeah. It's so fun to look back and be like, wow, I did it. Or even when you've gone a while, then you don't want to quit and not do it anymore because you've already logged so many. I think at this starting stage still, it's really hard to to, um, internalize that that three-mile run that you just did is super important. Yes. Because it doesn't feel that way. Yeah, so it's it's like you finished it and you're like, okay, now I'm ready. Nope. You're like that's what that's what you want. Yes. You know, it's like that's that's what our um sort of like culture is built on. Mhm. is like the quick Yeah. All right, I did it. I did it. Um and so planning on something that's a year ahead still. We've been doing this for 10 years almost. Yeah. But planning on something that's a year ahead is um hard, but also yes. it's cool because like it's like a Lego project. You're just mm-hmm. building the bottom layer. Yeah, that's true. Like that's where I'm. It's just like big flat pieces. Yeah, it looks stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, that looks dumb. What are you even building? <laughs> How is this going to be a rocket ship? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that doesn't look like the Falcon. Yeah. Um. Ooh, Star Wars. Um. Yep. So that's where I'm um, at. I'm just so little, little by little is one mantra. But I know you have this other one that really impressed me. Oh yeah. Okay. And so, I wanted to talk about. Okay. So I've, when I run, I'm just like thinking of stuff all the time. Yeah. That's why running, it's just like taking out the garbage. I, I love it in that sense, even though I hate the way it feels yeah. a lot. Um, but I had this, I had this idea. I was like, you know, I am out of shape mm. and I look at everybody around me and I'm like, man, everybody looks better. <laughs> sounds weird. Yeah. But it's just like, Especially like when I went for a rain run the other day, it's only diehards and me. Okay, yeah. And I felt terrible. I a- like, anybody else is going to be inside at that point. Oh yeah, I was like, <laughs> it was like only people that are logging miles that are like super elite. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Along this Chattahoochee River. Yep. Um, and I was like, you know, man, I just look out of shape. Mm. And I was like, you know what? But I'm out here. Mm. And so I was like, I may be out of shape, but at least I'm out here. I was like, drop the mic. <laughs> I was like, that's my first Stephen Furtick style, like one know, liner, right? One liner, like, a, like modern parable or something. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I've been really, I've been thinking about that one a lot. I'm okay. out of shape, but I'm out here. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you why I love it. Okay. Like I was honest to goodness impressed. Okay. <laughs> so here's, there's two reasons why I love it. One is I think it recognizes where you're at without being defeatist hmm. okay which is really hard i think in a motto yeah you actually recognize where you are but it doesn't end with i suck and so i'm gonna quit hmm. right yep uh so th- i think that's a perfect mantra or motto um and then the other thing is how it's structured <laughs> so okay. i like i like the homonym i don't know if you know what that is but it's the same word out yep Spelled the same, sounds the same, but it's yep. used two different ways. Yes. Yep. And so you're out of shape, which means yep. like you're apart from the shape that you want to be in. Yep. And then the second out, even though it's the same word. Yep. Is is literal. You're actually outside. Outside. Yep. Um, yes. So it's like, dude, well constructed. Great <laughs> motto. You got to put that on a chalkboard and put it on Pinterest. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> right? Those are the kinds of things that are like, oh, I wish I had thought of that. 
Yep, I, I finally thought of one that was <laughs> oh, that I was great. proud of. Um, yep, so homonyms I do now know because I have a kindergartner. Okay. Um, and so I love homonyms and I love alliteration. Mm. Love so it. So good. So I, we'll try to come up with more. What's that? What's that one? There's one scripture I love that has alliteration. There is therefore now no. There is therefore now no condemnation. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's not in the original Greek. But, right. Which actually, I will tell you right now, sometimes homonyms used in a sermon are my pet peeve. Okay. Because I'm always like, yeah, but that's not, what are you talking, like I heard one sermon one time where it was around the word stick. Okay. And it was like, yeah, and Moses had a stick and he would always stick to what he oh. said he was going to do. And no. I was like, no, that's not, it makes no sense in the Hebrew. <laughs> it was written in, <laughs> right. get off the stage. Right. That makes no sense. Um, dude, I heard a good one. Yeah. Stephen Furtick. Mm-hmm. Can't recommend it highly enough, even though there's, I've kind of, well, anyways, lots of thoughts on that. Um, but he's amazing. Um, said, are you stuck or did you just stop? Okay. I like that. Alliteration. Oh, yep. So like. A lot of times you feel stuck, but really, you just got to keep going. Ooh, that's great running stuff right there. You know what I mean? Are you stuck or did? Okay, so you know what? We got to get to your things. We got to get to solo. I got. I I I wanted to talk all about my Spotify playlist too, but that'll be next time. <laughs> um, but I wanted to close with a quote uh-huh. from Beckett. I believe it was from Beckett from Solo. Okay. Oh, this is amazing. I thought it was going to be a sermon quote, which is, has been your want lately. This is a yep. Beckett quote from Solo. Solo, a movie I saw 12 hours ago. <laughs> okay, great. What was it? I don't believe in running, but I prefer it to dying. <laughs> that went right by me. I didn't even realize. Dude, that's good. <laughs> that's great. Right? I don't believe in running. But I prefer it to dying. Yeah, so actually, I think, doesn't Solo say, I thought you didn't believe in running? And then Beckett's response is, well, I prefer it to dying. That, maybe that's maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Okay, because I, cause I, I didn't do my normal note-keeping because I was actually in a theater with people. <laughs> so I, and, and it wasn't a movie that you were only half-watching, which right. is sometimes what you do when you take notes. Sort of like Civil War. I... <laughs> I turned that on uh, on Netflix the other day, and I watched five minutes of it, and then I turned it off because I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> you got to watch those eighteen other movies before you can understand it. I know I'm so far behind, so forget it. <laughs> so, anyways, but I, dude, I thought that was another great one. I love it. Yeah. I thought you don't believe in running. I prefer it to dying. Yeah. That's even better if it's both of them. Mm, I love it. If, the two Gomers having yep, a the conversation. Two, the two Gomers. If only it had been Et and Elliot, though. <laughs> even even better. That'll happen in ET2. <laughs> um, okay, let me talk. Let me. I, I just have something real quick. Okay. Um, which is, oh dang, dude, I what? I, I was getting so bored with running. Okay. It's these like post marathon blues. I can't believe they're still happening. Yep. Four months later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, oh, come on, I gotta go running again. What is this even? <laughs> Why am, like, I, why am I still doing this? Right, being a total brat to Jessica, like, I don't know, boring. <laughs> like, do you want to go on a run? Too boring. 
<laughs> I was still doing it. Um, yep. And people can check my Twitter. Yep. At least three runs a week. Yep. Since I came back from my injury, I'm yep. back, baby. Going through the motions. Board. Yep. <laughs> Going through the motions. That's what it felt like. Um, then I was like, don't want to do this anymore. So I took this like li- I took a couple days and considered some things about my summer. Wrote out some goals. Oh yeah, I love your. Okay, yep. So I could like actually live my summer with purpose instead of like getting to the end of it. Like what just happened? Oh dang! I heard that chair, bruh. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> hey, you're making alliteration out of that. You can live it with purpose and not with poopy pants. Poopy, poopy pants. <laughs> that that has three P's in it. <laughs> right. So um, instead of anyways, pass, instead of pat. Passivity. How about that? With purpose instead of passivity. There you go. Um, So one of them was, I just got to get my act together on running or I'm going to stop. Yep. Like that's how bored I was. Yep. So went dug deep into some Gomer tips. Yep. And I just remembered, I mean, I need the, the, like the third thing, the why, right? Totally. Um, and the why for me at this point is I had not signed up for any races yep. since the marathon. Got it. And so went online, registered and paid for a half marathon in August, printed up a training program. Yep. Because I'm a high J on the Myers-Briggs planner. <laughs> yep. And I cannot function as a P. Where it's like, devil may care. I'll just do what <laughs> comes. <laughs> I just get so like discombobulated. Oh huh, yeah. I can't handle it. And so I needed like so signing up for that thing, dude, having a training plan in front of me changed everything like a hundred percent. Amazing. Okay, sweet. Next run I went out there, I went with purpose. Mm-hmm. Faster. Mm-hmm. Like oh there's a reason there, like okay, I'm working out for something. I'm trying to develop myself so that I run a race. Yep. So, um, a couple things about that. I think I just need to remember from from now on for the rest of my life, I always have to be registered for a race. I guess <laughs> you always have to have a race <laughs> registered for. Yep. yep. Until I die, until mm-hmm. my deathbed. Yep. Um, the other thing I can't remember now. Oh, here's the other thing. We were talking about Twitter and yep. Instagram. Oh, yes. Okay. I've I've been having this internal struggle. Right. But. Mostly has been behind the scenes, but sometimes it pours out onto Twitter <laughs> where I'm like, I, I don't like taking a picture of myself every time I run. <laughs> right. And now the way RunKeeper is set up to share on Twitter, I have to take a picture mm-hmm. or post the map. Right. Which you don't really, I, I don't want to do. do. Right. And, or just like a big, like 3.08 blue, Right. That Blue one's screen. okay. That, that one's one, okay. That and that's okay. actually the preferred one, but I know it's so boring. Right. So then I have two choices, super boring and dumb, or a selfie, or a picture of this boring run. I, I only take one run, you know, like, <laughs> how many pictures of that pine cone can I take? I don't know. <laughs> right. Here it is so, from a different angle, yeah. So I was trying a couple of different things. I took a picture of a painting I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so yeah. here's here's my answer. I'm only gonna so I'm gonna keep uh, 
keep track on RunKeeper, and if people follow me on that actual app on RunKeeper, they'll still be able to see my daily things. I'm only going to share once a week, I think. On Twitter? Right. Okay. And Instagram, I think it goes to Instagram, maybe not, but Twitter at least. Okay. And what I'm going to share is my, uh, my training schedule with things checked off. Ooh, I like that. So that people can good. see that I did them, but yes. it doesn't it doesn't clutter their feed. They just That's see awesome. it on Saturdays and they can check if they want yep. to see I've checked those things off. That is good. Okay, I love it. Yeah, so, so that's what we I'm have do. the same training schedule. So you sent that to me. Yep. Um four runs a week, you were saying that you could yeah, probably do I, three to start. Yeah. To start, I'm gonna do three. Yeah. Um but yeah. So you're just you're just at four. I just that's that at this point for me is still too many. Right, and so yeah. it's a twelve or thirteen week plan, I think. Yep. Um, and it basically is like the long the LSRs, the long slow runs are four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, yep. eleven, twelve, and then I think you take like a six miler before the half marathon. Yep. Um, so it's very standard. I mean, honestly, we could we don't need that, right? We could make that up and figure it out. Just count back. For sure. Yep. But there's something about having that, and I have to print it up. It has to be on a piece of paper on my fridge mm-hmm. that does something to me. And I had forgotten how significant that little thing is. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's been pretty sweet. That's yeah, I, I love that. And I'm thankful for your um, for your goal list that you sent me to. That was really cool. Yeah. Like, you know, heading into the summer, heading into the summer with a purpose yep. um, is going to make the summer um, just more meaningful and more productive mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah no, i think I, I, I sent i think i sent you my like eating commitments or something yep which are like water weekdays yep i can't remember what else oh no fast food right i think i think the thing that it, i think it's no fast food alone <laughs> in the throne of your <laughs> right exactly because i we, i'm sure we've talked about this on the podcast before but like Jessica eats so, like, so infrequently at right. fast food restaurants. Yeah. And I don't like taking the kids there often, right? Because right. I know it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> the, the problem is that running the fast food gauntlet on the way home. Mm-hmm. It's just like and it not calls stopping. your name. Right. It just call, It's like, man, burger sure would be sweet right about now. Yeah. You need it. No, no reason. Right. Yep. Like that you you don't need that. Yeah. You're going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you are about to go to sleep. <laughs> do not do I know two Big Macs for four dollars sounds good, but don't eat two Big Macs right now. <laughs> that's that's a revelation right there, dude. You're about to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing that you're gonna do right now that's gonna burn that off. <laughs> It like goes directly into like fat stores. Yep, yep. For for another for another day, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So there you go. That's my running and looking forward to the summer. I just was surprised all over again at how that little change changes everything for me. It's pretty great. Yeah, that's sweet. Good, dude. Uh, well, I'll I'll do. Uh... I'll I'll throw some uh, some Spotify chat into the into our mace or our spring special. Okay, um, sweet. And because I want to I want to know what you're listening to too. So yeah, great. 
Sweet. All right. Well, I can't wait. We got to get to some solo chat. All right. Let's do it. All right. Let's go. All right. Ready for the jingle? Yep. Let's do it. All right. Three, two, one. Solo, solo chat. chat. All right. Solo chat. That sounded real hey. good. Yep. So you could have seen on my Insta story. Uh huh. Um, that I went to it. <laughs> okay, that's first order of business. We went to it. Went to it. Hey, that's actually kind of a miracle. Okay. Um, just the the lives that we're leading right now. Yes. Um, so that we both went to it opening night. Sweet. Yep. Um, also I figured out Insta Insta stories, which is finally the thing where you can just like post stuff and who gives a rip. Because <laughs> like nobody even looks at that. <laughs> and it's gone in a day. Oh, Insta stories go away like Snapchat? Totally. Oh, I didn't know that. That's what I'm talking about. So it's like, here's a dumb selfie of me with some food. Oh. Yeah, I mean, like, try to make it vaguely interesting. Yeah. But nobody even looks. And also, it goes away. So you can just overshare. <laughs> That's great. I know some people that could use that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you should take your stuff and put it in the Insta story. Here's some here's some free advice. Michael's worth of free advice. That post would be better in Insta story. <laughs> well, because I was looking back and I was like, man, I shared a lot of dumb stuff. Oh um, yeah. And then I'm like, it's not on the record. Mm. You know I mean, what I mean? I mean, do you, you know that um, this little thing on Facebook where it's like on this day or whatever, where you can see? Oh yeah. Years past. Finally found that. Yep. I would say. 90% of that cringeworthy. Oh, yeah. Embarrassed for oh. me, goosebumps. <laughs> yep, for sure. Like, uh, yeah, I looked at mine yesterday, uh, and it was like, is sitting and listening to classical music in the dark? I know. Uh, oh, I, I, it was the Lost <laughs> finale a couple days ago, and I had this long post about how important Lost was to me. And yeah. How, like... Yeah. Wait, what, Lily? Oh. An ant. An ant? There's Uh-oh. an ant in the house? Where? <laughs> on the couch. Co- oh. It, it crawled on me. Oh! Is it just a tiny one? It, it's about like this big. All right, hold on. I got to go. Bo- I'll be right back. Okay. All right, crisis averted. Crisis averted. <laughs> ant is taken care of. Ant-Man. Anyways, I was telling you that I had a dumb post about Lost. That's the end of my story. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I just was like, how self-important was I? And and then you start thinking like, oh, how self-important am I right now? Crap. Yep. Insta story. Okay, that's, that's the answer. That's the key. Nobody cares. Okay, so you put some pictures of yourself on Insta story at Solo. Oh, that was it. <laughs> just like, and you and you write a little something like, at solo with some friends, you know, yeah. opening night. So so you get the dumb bug out of, like, wanting to share something silly. Yeah. And, and a lot of times it's just silly. Yep. You know what I mean? And, like, honestly, there's, like, as long as your why isn't, like, I want to impress people or I want to be really cool. But yeah. It's just, like, fun. Uh-huh. No problem with that at all. <laughs> but then it's gone. It's gone. I like that part about it. Yep. All right. But this movie is not gone from our minds. Cause, <laughs> and we're going to talk about it right now. All right. Okay, so we both went opening night. Yep. I went with a friend group, some of my staff, Kaz and Amy, who I always talk about. Yep. Plus Gabby, fun friend, Nate and CJ, a couple students, 
the boys okay. and Jessica. Nice big group. That's a great group. Yeah. I want to go to a movie with that group. It is fun. Sweet. Um, uh, 7.30, you went later, I'm assuming. 9.45. <laughs> That's so late. It's a, not a short movie. Yeah. And, oh, dude, set up. First time in a really, really long time. Because I go to late movies, yeah. usually, because so the kids are in bed. Mm-hmm. And I get the jimmy leg sometimes, because I'm, like, so tired. Yeah. And... So I had coffee before Solo because I really wanted to enjoy it. I see. Yeah. Good so call. I was amped and pumped, and then I couldn't go to bed till like 3 a.m. Wow. But that's, I, I wanted to feel pumped for this and not like I didn't want to fall asleep, basically. Okay. <laughs> so. All right. I kind of have a big question I'd like to answer together. Okay. Um, and then I have some smaller questions I want to ask you. And I okay. think probably we probably need to de- decide when we actually ask each other whether we liked it. Yep. The big question that I want to move towards is, is Solo a good Star Wars movie? Hmm. Okay. Okay. So That's we don't good. Have, we don't have to answer that right away, but I'd yep. like to maybe arrive at an answer in the next okay. 15 or 20 minutes that we're talking about this. Love it. Um, yep. But I am curious about whether or not you liked it. That is a great question. Okay. So here's what I wrote. Uh Super fun first popcorn movie of the summer exclamation uh-huh. point. Okay. Couple great. of great little treats exclamation yep. point. Okay, so w- you liked it. Yep. Okay, did you love it? Um Yeah, I mean I didn't so dude, it's all about the lens, man. It's all about the lens that you're looking at it through. Yeah, to me. So like my two questions are the lens I'm looking at it through and then my biggest question of all, it's like an existential question, which is, what do they owe us? What are we all on about? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we all so mad? Like, I watched a couple of reviews and people like hated it. Yeah. So, okay. So anyways, I had a lot of fun with my friends. Great. Couple of cringeworthy moments. Couple of nice little treats. Yeah. All of our predictions came true pretty much. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, but honestly, the lens was, I'm not expecting a ton, and I had a lot of fun. Okay, great. Um, I haven't read any reviews. Okay. Um, I thought it was great. (laughs) So, so that's different than I thought Last Jedi was great. You know what I mean? Like, it's a different tone of voice I'm using. I thought it was like, great, sure, okay, fine. (laughs) So that was like, you said great, like with the tone of saying good. Yeah. Like you're saying the word great, um, but with like a good tone, like great. Okay. So you're probably right. I thought it was more good than great. Okay. Um, I think we are in this really weird moment where, like I was saying at the beginning, we've had four Star Wars movies in the past two years. Yeah. And this one was five months since the last one. Yeah. Where yep. at this point, we're just going to, we have entered the time in our history when we get kind of like, okay, fine, Star Wars movies. Yeah. You know what What it made me think of? Okay. So here's what, so in kind of like along those lines, uh-huh. as I was like, as I was like, oh, I got to see another episode of Star Wars. Like it's a TV show. Oh, uh, d- dude, I have that written down. Wow. It felt you know what like I mean? a a really good episode and really yes. long episode yeah. of a TV show, which they're making. I mean, they're 
they're making right. Star Wars TV shows now. Whoa. Like, I think yeah. John Favreau is developing a Star Wars TV show for Disney's new streaming service or whatever. Wow, okay. Um, hmm. Live action TV show. Okay. And I was thinking, it's probably what it's going to be like, this movie I'm yep. watching right now. Hmm. Um, so, I love TV. <laughs> I love TV shows. Yep. And this was a good TV show. <laughs> I don't wow. know. Okay, so that, no, I, know, I know yeah. it wasn't. I know it's big budget, and they're they're not going to have the budget in a TV show like this. And it's a big deal, right? It's a solo movie. Yep. Um, but it's it's interesting that I had that written down. That is so interesting. It, that's what it felt like, though. Is it was like, man, that was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Which is, is, right? It's an episode, I guess. Yep, a Star Wars story. Yeah. So I guess I guess what I mean is that we're in the in a moment right now where. You can go to a Star Wars movie and you can be, okay, that's fine about it, and that's okay. You're not going to, like, freak out, like, because we know that for the rest of our lives we're going to be getting one or two movies a year of Star Wars. And so if there's, like, if they're good, then it's like, okay, good, fine. I'm not upset that it's just good. I'm not overjoyed with this movie. Um, Yep. I saw it last night. I thought about it a lot. Yep. Uh and that's fine. <laughs> yep. So I don't so know like, if that's depressing or not. Well, so we don't have to sit and talk about it for six years. <laughs> right, yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like another one's coming. When's the next something coming out? Um, I think next summer is uh, episode nine. Wow, okay, that's actually pretty soon. Yeah, so instead of um, two years yeah. between the saga episodes, now it's 18 months. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I just, we had a lot of fun. We were like high-fiving and laughing. (laughs) Um, So my buddy Stuart um, Uh from our community group and my friend Brian, just a great church friend and great bud and um, his son, uh, Christian, who just finished, who had just finished school that day. Oh, yeah. Um, He's like, I think in fifth grade. Okay. Um, That's fun. So, yeah. High-fiving. Yeah. Laughing. Yeah. Lots of great, like, little treats. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that's what it was like. But it was... So here's here's something I wrote down. Mm-hmm. Is that these non... I called them super canon movies. Okay. The stories or, or whatever. Star Wars yep. stories that we're getting. Yeah. So, so like, the, this is actually canon because it's, like, it's there. Yep. Same it's with Rogue like, One. It's canon. It's yep. there. Yeah. But it's not the big ones. Yeah. So, like... They have less pressure and less responsibility. I right. feel like. Like, do you mean like in the in the culture they do, or in you personally? Like both, because it's like, it's it's like um, in episode nine, it's going to be like what happens in the world. Okay, you're right. All of these are built around what happens. Yeah. So, so yeah, if I come out of episode nine and I feel like yeah, that's fine, then I'll be upset. Yeah, because that's like. <laughs> That's that's the the hinge that it's all based around is what happens in those episodes. Right. Right. Yeah. And these are kind of like fun filler, like um, they give you like a, a deeper, richer um, look into the characters like Han. Uh huh. Um, but it's not like. Like, well, what what even really. What happened that was consequential that we didn't already know? I was thinking that same thing. So when we said at the beginning, like, this is going to be spoiler-ridden, 
well, there's not too many spoilers in this. Yep, um, totally. Because it, it, the consequential is a good word. I think, okay, I'll just get, we're skipping all the way to the end of the movie, but I don't care. Okay. I, I would say these kind of shocking moment, right? The the spoiler, if there if there is any of them, was yep. Darth Maul. Yes. So, uh, I did not know anything about that when I predicted that there'd be some prequel stuff. I did not know, obviously. I mean, yep. I don't think I've seen anything leaked about anything like that, right? Nope. Um, you see kind of that hologram. I think you're supposed to think it's the emperor, of course. Yep. That's what I thought. Yep. I saw that he had metal legs. And so I thought it's grievous maybe. Ah, okay. Um, and then he stood up and I, even before he took the hood off when he stood up, I was like, Oh duh, it's Darth Maul. Yeah. Um, who you dressed up as for one Halloween, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, there was that one summer in Seattle where we all shaved our heads. Oh, yeah. Like, Bick shaved. Um, that I mean, that, that was an amazing feeling, dude. To have yeah. your head be clean, shaven. Yep. That was yep. kind of a cool feeling. Like, taking a shower, that was weird. Yeah. Super I sh- weird. I shaved my head one time in my life. Okay. I agree. Felt feels kind of cool, but also horribly weird. Yeah, super weird. Um, yeah, okay. So, dark, dressed up as him with like a really good makeup artist at the church. Oh yeah, I remember it being like, you know, maybe it's one of those things that I remember being really good, and we look back at the picture, it looks super dumb. But I remember <laughs> it being, and yeah, and I worked a shift at pizza time that night. What? So I delivered pizzas like that. <laughs> what? No way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Delivering so, pizzas. Uh, so Darth Maul stands up. Yep. And so that, that that's the only part of the movie that I thought was like a surprise or spoilery. Mm-hmm. And also, to your question of what consequence does it have, I feel like that was the main thing where it's like, well, what consequence does this have that Darth Maul is still alive? Hmm. Okay. So what what I thought about that is that this happens before episode one. Oh no, no, no. Um oh, sorry, that sounded like really jerky. No, that's okay. No, 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 no that dude, I, this is me like knowing nothing. Okay. So oh my gosh. A little a little context. Darth Maul oh, is, a, is metal alive. Legs. Yes, he has metal legs. Really? And he shows up in the Clone Wars series that's on Cartoon Network. Okay, so that's why I don't know. Right. And so that was a little fan service to the people that um know the know a little bit of more of the comics and the stuff like that. So Interesting. Okay. there's some dumb thing about like sorry, it's not dumb, but it is a little dumb. Like some people <laughs> found Darth Maul, brought him back to life. He first had these cool metal spider legs, which I thought was cool. And then he got kind of regular legs. So he is an old Darth Maul. Okay. Got um, it. And this really is pretty close still to episode four. Really? Um, okay. So I'm like, so, so like, I don't know that stuff. Yeah. And to me, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Because I was like, wow. I, I guess he's older than I thought. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> so that maybe maybe this is like uh, probably somebody thinks I'm super dumb right now. No, actually, I think you feel exactly like most people in the world feel about oh, that okay. reveal. That's what I thought, and I loved it because I was like, dude, this is awesome. Because I was like, maybe there could be like Han Solo during all of Episode One, Two, and Three. Okay, I see. Yeah, like, and I could, think that is confusing. This reveal is was cool, but confusing. Okay, see, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, man, we're going to get a couple more movies that could maybe have some, you know, maybe bring some sort of light to those first movies. So I didn't know that. So okay. I speak for everybody that had no clue. Right. And I think that actually the people that got it right away, like me, yep. like, oh, yeah, okay, that's the Darth Maul that existed uh, after he got chopped in half down the shaft. Okay. Um. <laughs> And he's he did old. seem older in he's his voice, old. like, yeah. And so, his and his lightsaber looks a little bit jankier, right? Okay, yeah, I, I kind of picked up on that stuff. Yeah, and he but has I metal legs. Like, huh. Didn't see it. Um, Wasn't looking close enough. So I think the rev- the bigger reveal than the fact that Darth Maul shows up is that they're setting something else up. Okay. So here's my big prediction. I'm going to make this right. prediction. I made it last night with... I texted Kazaname and said, here's my big prediction about what happens next in the series. Okay. okay. Is that this is the start of another trilogy. Oh, okay. That we get two more movies uh, before episode four. Okay. Like, so where do they fit between three and Rogue One? Uh, they're, bef- they're between three and Rogue One. Okay. Got it. Um, and the second movie in this trilogy is called Lando. Nice. And the third movie is called Chewie. Or hmm. Chewbacca. Okay. Um, so it's not Solo, Solo 1, and Solo 2. It's this kind of... What did you call it? Super canon? Super? But it's between super canon. Yeah. So... Or, oh, not yeah. super canon. Sorry. It's like the story. The, it's like a story trilogy. Oh, epi- episode or something. Right. Yeah. Um, Non-super canon. Right. So they don't have the numbers on them, but Got it's it. a, yep. and it's not quite a Han Solo trilogy. Uh huh. It's a here's my here's my thing. It's a Darth Maul trilogy. Ah, okay. So the best thing about Episode One, in all ways, right? Best bad guy, best fighting scene, best score theme, which you heard a little <laughs> yeah. bit when when Darth Maul stood up, right? Yep. Yep. I don't know, was it like, ba 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 dee da da right? Which I've wanted yeah. to hear forever. Um, yep. They brought him back because they they realized, what is it, 20 years later now? Ah, crap, we shouldn't have killed that guy off. He was the only good thing about the, tri- the prequels. <laughs> yeah. So let's give him another trilogy that Dang. you don't see coming. Okay, cool. Um, And so that's my prediction. I don't know if it's going to be true. I, I read last night that... Um, so the solo guy Alden Aaron Reich signed on for three movies. Wow. Okay. So my my prediction is, two years we'll get Lando. Two years later we'll get Chewie, and it will be nice. the big bad will be Darth Maul. Okay. Huh. So who's gonna be like the good force? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know they'll have I mean? to meet some people that are force sensitive, maybe. But yep. that, no, that doesn't make sense in the timeline because the force is dormant a little bit. 
Right. There's no Jedi. Yep. Um, so I don't know. I, I like th- that was honestly my very favorite part of the movie because I was like, okay, something bigger is happening. Nice. And it could, and it got me thinking and excited about oh. what could this be about. That's just so funny because my excitement about it was like, wow, he's like way older than I thought. And it's like super cool because it's like before episode one. This is amazing. So that's the main problem with that reveal is if people don't know. Yeah. And they didn't catch the fact that he has metal legs and he is older. I think that's the assumption that happens, which is, oh, this movie is happening way earlier than I thought it was. That's what I thought. But that's weird because we already saw some of the. Right, the, the all the scenes of the early solo where he's like fighting in the with right. with the I don't know what they're calling it at that point. Oh, with the, the empire or whatever. Yeah, right. Right. It looks like yeah. the empire exists at that point. Uh huh. Yeah. So then it's I'm just not, confusing. Yeah. Why the heck is Darth Maul there? That's <laughs> like yeah. Huh. So it's it's a twist that takes a lot of explanation. Unfortunately. Yep. It's all good. Yeah. Well, no, you just explained it to me, and they'll figure they'll figure out how to explain it to other people. Right, I think so. That's hilarious. Okay, so, um, quick, uh, any other quick thoughts? I had a, I had one thing on. Um, I I wrote a couple things that I loved and a couple things that I liked. Okay, let's hear them. Okay, so I loved the solo reveal. Okay. I like. I really. I I loved how they revealed his name. It okay. was similar to what you said. Right. Um, but it was done by like an 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 imperial dude, right? And I kind of right? like that whole kind of section of the movie where you realize, oh, he was actually trained up in the Empire. Yep, loved that. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, but yeah, I loved like they were like, "What's your name, Han? Mm-hmm. Who are you with? Who's your tribe? Uh-huh. Who's your crew?" Yeah. You know, he's like, well, I'm not not flying with anybody. So almost the exact dialogue you. Yeah. So the only the main difference was it was a little subtler in my scene because <laughs> it wasn't yep. like the guy saying, "Han, let's see," typing on his keyboard solo. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe it was heavy handed to some. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I did like the fact I didn't see it coming that he, uh, that it would be he would be named by somebody else. Yep. I liked that. I like I like maybe that's what I really liked about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote love the timeline feel pre episode one. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> oh man, no, I, I if, if Alex is listening, which I don't think he listens anymore, but he is rolling his eyes and laughing like it's like it's like uh, uh, the Incredible Hulk all over again. <laughs> no, I will reiterate. I think what you think is what most people think. <laughs> With that, that's what Darth the other Maul guys around me thought. Yes, um, and they're. They're sort of with it. Yeah. Um, okay. Music from the asteroid field. Favorite part of the whole movie. So great. So amazing. Um, only problem, I felt like the score was pretty disjointed. And who is this guy that wrote um, it? So I... John Powell uh-huh. is his name. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he wrote... Um, I, I think he wrote uh, Day After Tomorrow... Okay. Um, which I actually really like that score. Great score. Um, okay. Oh, he did. Oh, he did Born Identity. Okay. The he Born the series. Born series. Got it. That's what he did. Mm-hmm. Which that yeah. kind of makes sense for this movie, right? Totally. It's kind of gritty and people jumping around and heisty yep. and things like that. Yeah. 
think maybe the first guitars that I can remember hearing. Okay. In a Star Wars movie. Yep. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, kind of like different sort of percussion and some different mm-hmm. like choral music that was kind of cool. Yeah, super percussive. You're right. Yep. Yeah. But every now and then it was like cut to London Symphony, old CD, <laughs> boom. Especially uh, when you would hear Star Wars themes. Yeah. yeah. And which we talked about before, some of them don't make any sense, like the Force theme. <laughs> Right, like right. That I think that theme now has become the Falcon theme. Yeah, yep. Uh, in but, some strange way. So, but Asteroid Field, best, uh, one of my favorite pieces ever written by John Williams. So and good. the fact that it made it in there, so good. I used to wake up to that uh, piece. Yes. Yeah, in high school. Oh, man. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. What else did you love? Um, okay, so that's the end of what I loved. Okay. Oh, anything Falcon. Okay. I wrote, you cannot, you could do a whole movie about the Falcon and I'd love it. Okay. Um, t- let me tell you one other thing that I loved. I would okay. say top thing I loved was um, anything Chewbacca. Okay. So I really liked the way they met. Yep. Not expected that at all. Right. Very unexpected. I thought it was really cool. Um, and I'm trying to think of why I loved anything chewy and i think it's because up until i saw chewy everything felt unfamiliar even han solo hmm. so obviously different actor younger not doing an impression which i appreciated right yep. just playing his Love own it. part but yep. it, it was like okay I'm, I'm just not settling into a star wars movie yet yeah and then when you see chewy he looks the same he talks yep. the same he is yep. Everything just grounded right away for me. I started laughing, and I don't think I'd laughed up to that point. <laughs> um, there's just something where I, I felt comfortable in the movie because <laughs> he was there. <laughs> You're like, um, okay, finally this is Star Wars. Right. So I really liked the backstory between them, and I really liked whenever he was on screen. Yep. Cool. So, loved Chewie. Yep, Chewie, awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it was pretty fun. What, what did you think of... Um, of uh, Han uh, speaking Chewbacca ease, I liked it a lot. Yep, that was like so. We don't know how he knows that, right? And why he never used it again. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think um, Harrison Ford would have walked off the set if they told him, "Here, you're gonna have to go like this." <laughs> yeah, be like, "Oh, I'm done." <laughs> now that is absolutely perfect dude if we could find an original screenplay that's like Han goes you know like yeah and Harrison Ford just looks at it like okay it's not gonna work yeah it's it's that line or it's me choose like even show him like trying like a screen test like nope (laughs) puts his earring back in walks off the set I'm done (laughs) goes back to uh uh, Ally McBeal. Ally McBeal. Yep. <laughs> I'm done. Um, what did you think of uh, Lando? Um, love that actor. Me too. Um, awesome in my favorite movie, The Martian. Oh, yeah. He's great. So good. Mm-hmm. Great uh, in Community. It. That's where I first was introduced to him. Oh, so community. good. Community. And I honestly, him, dude, yeah. Atlanta, the show that he directs and writes and stars in, is so good. Oh, we have to watch that. We live here. Yeah, I know. It's really great. Sweet. Okay. 
Um, yep. And I would say he's doing the most impression-y performance, right? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. He's doing an impression of Billy D. Williams. Uh-huh. But I liked it. Yep. I thought he was great. Super fun. Your prediction um, came true. We saw the card game. We saw the actual card game where he wins it. Yep. So nice little twist there. I thought he was going to win it there. Mm-hmm. So that was nice that there were two card games. Yep. I like that. Um, liked that he caught him cheating. Uh-huh. It's kind of a swindler. Yep. Um, kind of an operator. Yeah. But also charming. Very you know? charming and flirts yeah. with, I mean, anybody and anything he's flirting <laughs> with. <laughs> the robot. I loved it. I really that liked scene. that robot and that yes. scene in particular. Yeah. Yep. We got, we finally got a, is that our first female robot? I think so. There's, um, there's TC14 from the beginning of this. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> from the very beginning of episode one, like the first scene where, um, yep, they're waiting Remember. and and she brings him. It's it's a silver three PO. Yep, yep, it's I T4, remember. T, TC14. TC14. <laughs> yep, totally. <laughs> That's the only other female droid I can think of. Got it. But yeah. I liked her, and, but and she was like. I mean, TC-14, who cares? This one right. was like a main character yeah. droid who's a, a pilot. Female. Yeah, and, yep. and acted feminine. Yep. I don't know if that's genderist, but you know what I mean? Like, right. um, walked differently than other droids. Yep. Um, and, and had some conversations that were different than droids that we have, that are, I guess, male. Oh, for sure. Like, she's like, Lando has feelings for me and I don't have them for him. <laughs> <laughs> like some what of that an stuff amazing was pretty conversation. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I would say that that scene probably got the biggest laughs in our theater. Yep. Um, and honestly, felt the most like something the original directors had put in. Okay. So yeah. you know, there's all that mess about those two original directors who got fired. Lord and Taylor. Right, Lord Miller. I. Lauren Taylor. Taylor like a like a department store. <laughs> right, exactly. They do sound like a department store. Um I, I feel like that was probably in the original script and somehow made it past Ron Howard's involvement. I don't know. But yep. I liked it. Yep. Yep. Um I'm just thinking of other characters. There were a lot of new characters. I liked what the Kessel run was. Okay. Yeah. Um so like uh you know, basically, we thought that, like, I just always thought the Kessel Run was like a race. See, you uh-huh. you might know from, from no nope. inner I, I don't I don't think they've done anything besides mention it in any of the canon. Right. Okay. Um. So to to find out that it was like a heist. Yep. Right. Like a, I guess some sometimes the plot lost me. I yep. was like, who's the red crimson dawn? Who's the like. I know is who's that. that? The, is that the Empire? Is that going to be the Empire someday? Like, who's right. in charge? Okay, I guess maybe Darth Maul is in charge of that. Yeah. Um, which I think that's true. I think at the end, that's what the reveal was supposed to be—that he's been behind it all along. Yeah. Um, but then, how does that fit into the again, dude? How does it fit into the bigger picture? Does that even matter? I don't know. Right. Is this just kind of standalone on the side? You know. Right. Non-consequential. Like, here's some stuff that was happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yep. Um, but I, I agree with you. I liked the fleshing out of the Kessel Run. I thought that was cool. Yep. Thought that was cool. Loved anything Falcon. Like, when it ex- like when it almost 
like petered out. Yep. It's like classic sound. I love that. And then just like, boom. That <laughs> yeah, was that awesome. Was, that was great. I that liked was that like a, a yes. And I liked it when it crashed into the beach at the end and just looked like crap. Yes. Mm-hmm. Loved that. Looked way. Yeah. And I, actually, I liked how, you know, it started with the point mm-hmm. and it was gone by the end of the movie. Yeah. I like that. So that that went away from my prediction. Yeah, it did. Right. But I didn't mind. So you got the card thing right. The yep. <laughs> That other one, not quite so right. There was a lot of Falcon. It was yep. great. Love it. So good. Um, yeah, so it's, I mean, remember my, my uh, review of Ready Player One, which was didn't like, loved some of it. <laughs> yeah. I would say right. I liked this movie a lot and I loved, I loved quite a bit of it. So you like this better than than Ready Player One? Oh yeah, yeah, yep, me too. Um, oh, there was one moment of wonder. Uh huh. Okay. In uh, Han's face, maybe when they first go to light speed. Yep, that's it. You're right. And, and he's sitting they, in the cockpit. Yep. Yeah. And he just gives that smile. Uh huh. That was awesome. And that, I, I thought of you right then because uh, that was like Jurassic Park. Yeah. I would right say there. that smile is something that he did some research on Harrison Ford for. Mm. Like there yep. were a couple, I would say more than his voice, kind of his facial expressions where I was like, actually, that looks like him. Yep, for sure. Kind of like that smirky smile. Yeah. And you know, yep. I really like that guy. I think he's great. Yep. yep. Um, I think he's he's peppy and... I mean, it has room to grow and get grumpier. Right. But you can see the solo in him. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought it was great. I liked it. I thought uh, at the end when he was, you know, when they were having that like weird fight with that, like, not like laser sword, but like a, I don't know. Yeah. Saber that, knives or something. That, you think yeah. That, whatever that yeah. was. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to cut his, his, under his lip and get that scar. Oh, Yeah. That's what I thought that was going to happen right good. there. Yeah, that like, sounds like this, like, I wouldn't date a princess line that I thought was going to happen. Oh, yeah. Straight out of uh, last partner to Last Crusade. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Here's a, I just had a thought. This okay. movie is like a two and a half hour version of that five minute scene in Last Crusade. Hmm. Yep. Where it's like, I, I guess I didn't really care about why he's afraid of snakes but okay fine show me <laughs> like it's like yeah. this, this movie answered all the questions you never wanted to know like <laughs> how do you get that blaster I don't care Oh, but I guess we're gonna see it <laughs> so I, I think I, I mean that scene in Last Crusade is one of my favorite movie scenes ever Yep. but mm-hmm. it's seven minutes long and answers right. about ten questions oh that's how he got the whip it's a little bit dumb because all of your questions are answered in that one interaction of his life. He gets his hat, his whip. He's afraid yep. of snakes. Yep, and the dog was named Indy. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but it's pretty masterful, that scene, because it does it so quickly. It just kind of felt like this movie was like a two-and-a-half-hour version of that. Got it. Um, and that, that, that made it good instead of great. Mm, okay, so good good instead of great that's your review i wonder if they didn't do the lip scar thing because it would have been too obvious because indiana jones already did that i don't know right but uh, that's what i thought right there i was like that's been done but i bet they're gonna do it and Mm -hmm. i won't care it would be fun to see yep 
Yeah. Yep. Um, man, S- Star Wars is weird now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Compared to when we grew up, where it was like, yeah. okay, three movies, and it's the best thing that's ever happened in the world. Yep, we just watched um, episode four, like a week ago. Okay, yeah. And it's like, it's just simple and awesome. And and you have all these questions that you love talking about, and you just yeah. assume you'll never get answers to. Yep. Um, and then the prequels come out, and it's like, well, at least those are done, and we never have to deal with this again. <laughs> yeah. And then now it's like, fine. Yep. What has become of us? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> Star Wars. Well, we're going to get a lot more. And remember my prediction so I can tell you I told you so. Okay. Trilogy. Second Trilogy. movie is called Lando. Third movie is called Chewie. And Darth Maul's the bad guy. Yes. And we and... may see some Jabba. Yeah, okay. Oh, that. see, that was interesting. Okay, so that, that 60 million credits or whatever. Yeah. So that pays for the rebellion? Yeah, so I yeah, I like that thing about this like these marauders, these pirates, right? And they're yep. actually kind of the they're well, I don't know, I guess they're supplying the rebellion. Yeah. So that was actually kind of cool. I like that a lot. Like this heist mm-hmm. funded the rebellion. Right. The Kessel run that we've all, always heard about. Yep. Actually, so there's an, there's a consequential thing. Yep. It actually fed into the rebellion and funded some of the things that we're seeing in episodes four through six. That's yep. cool. Yeah, so I I really liked that. Yeah. Even though I thought it was before episode one. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't blame you. <laughs> uh, Darth Maul, huh? When does Jar Jar show? Uh, yeah, is Jar Jar in the back somewhere? <laughs> like do you know, like serving drinks? <laughs> Oh, geez. TC-14 walks in. That confirms mm-hmm. it. It's Hello. pre-episode one. I loved all the R2, the little R2 units. Yeah, yep. Those were cool. And this must be... Is this the first Star Wars movie to not have R2 or 3PO in it? Ah. Uh, well, there were, like, R-types. Yeah, but, I mean, those yep. two. Like, in You're Rogue totally One, right. you see them for, like, a second... You're right. Throw away. Not a single moment. Yeah. Oh, man. And no Skywalkers. No Skywalkers at all. You're right. Because there's Darth Vader in Rogue One. Best scene in that movie. Mm. Um, I don't want you to uh, choke on your aspirations. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. I wouldn't want you to choke on your aspirations. <laughs> That's one of those racist aliens from episode one saying that line. <laughs> we must defeat the Senate. Donkey uh, Batonkey's lame Um Okay. I wanna I wanna ask, is this a good Star Wars movie to end? Okay. But I do Got wanna it. know your thoughts about the there's no opening crawl. Mm-hmm. It was okay. just like stat, like title cards, right? Liked. See, I liked those because it was the look, it was the font, it was the color. Right. It was the galaxy far, far away font. Yep. Super liked that. I did too. Um, now that the crawl, so that that was the bandit that that they ripped off with Rogue One, or yeah, yeah Rogue One. Yep. No right. crawl. Yeah. So it so, was it wasn't as big a deal in this movie that there wasn't yep. one. Totally fine. Yep. Uh. Yep. Um, so is it a Star Wars movie? Is it a good it, Star Wars movie? I want to know. Is it a good Star Wars movie? You know, this one felt the most different 
I think so too. Of any, yeah, for sure. It's just yep. a different kind of movie. Which I have been saying for a decade that I want. Yep, totally. I wanted a grittier, like a little bit separated from the main universe. Because yep. even Rogue One was directly, I uh-huh. mean, no question, directly connected to the saga. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, this one has characters from the saga in it. But it feels the most disconnected from it. Yep. It's almost standalone. Yeah, so okay. You know? What if no what if somebody just went into this movie had not seen any Star Wars at all? Would this be the yep. movie that stands alone best? Yep, I think so. I think so. Because there would be little treats mm-hmm. that you wouldn't know. And the other thing I want a movie Yep. I want a movie to be based around um when they get approval from the Senate. I want one based around when they defeat the Senate. <laughs> but I think it's best standalone for sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you're, and I think actually I read someplace that that's how they're advertising it in China because Star Wars movies don't do well. And China is like really? the second highest grosser country, right? Besides the US. And Got so it. they're not even putting Star Wars in the advertising and marketing for this movie. Really? They're just calling it Solo. Huh. Um, wow. So I think they're probably thinking that same thing. Like, if we're going to get people into this universe, let's make more standalone movies that people can yeah. get into it with. That is interesting. That kind of goes with the just the pure money-making scheme. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Disney there's, there's is a, raking it in. <laughs> a lot of people are really mad about that. Yeah, like I don't it, mind, though. I know. It's like, it, they're like, it's not about the art anymore. It's about the money. They probably have a point, yep. but whatever. <laughs> but you get your movie out of it. So. <laughs> I get a fun thing to do every year, so. Yep, that yeah. is really interesting though. Standalone, would you enjoy it? Like, and actually, see how if you were to look at it as a standalone movie that you yeah. went to, yeah, would you be blown away? Like, would you be like, this movie is super cool? Like, I've, you I know, know, like, I don't know. I would. Or, I would think this movie's weird. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. Like, I would actually think, am I missing something? Right. Like, did I miss the first one or something? Yeah. So maybe it's not completely there yet. Um, But, I mean, they're going to make a billion of these. There will be one at some point where it's like, nope, that is a great movie, 100%. It gets Oscar nominated. Uh, It kind of stands apart. I think at some point we get a Star Wars movie like that. Hmm. Yep. All right. Well, there you go. Solo. Solo chat. Solo chat. (laughs) We did it. All right. And have gone way over. But we haven't recorded in a while. People will be loving this. All right. Let's let's close this up. All right. Let's do it. Hey, it's me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I love the movie Solo. And it got me thinking, who would play me as a younger version of me? The answer is nobody. Nobody could do what I do as Mr. Universe, which I was when I was young. I'm amazing. Nobody could play the younger me, so stop trying. Enjoy listener feedback. <laughs> um, dude, we did just see. I we we watched Terminator 2 on Mother's yep. Day. Yep. Um, amazing movie. So good. 
I, you know, Arnold is always saying on our podcast that it's his best performance because uh-huh. he's playing a robot. It's yep. it's true. That's got to be his best performance ever in a movie. Super good. Funny. I love it. He's yep. really funny in it. Yep. Because he is playing a robot that's trying to be human, and that's kind of what he is in real life. Perfectly typecast. <laughs> yeah, I know. I Perfect. don't know why he has an Austrian accent. That's uh, right. maybe the biggest pothole in those movies. But that's true. I would say Terminator 2 is near perfect. Yep. So it good. is. And that music. Yep. Yep. And then when they're like, yeah. whenever there's a chase theme, it's like. That's the score. Yep. Good job. Classic. Yeah. Who was okay. that? I don't I'm, I'm, I'm going to look that up while we thank some people. So we have some people to thank. Um, some more people have been giving uh, toward yes. the Gomers. Um, and when they do that, they get access to our spring specials. So far we have one. We're working on another one. Speaking of perfect movies. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Jurassic Park also, dude. Oh, yeah. Did you see the trailer for Jurassic World before? Yep. Yeah, I've seen trailers for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom before. This one looked like a completely different plot than I thought it was. Yep, totally. I thought it was going to be about the um, island blowing up and that's it. Right. This this trailer made it look like that happens in the first five minutes. Right. Which I like like a lot better. Yeah. And anything with our favorite dude in it, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Ooh, yeah, he even said... Welcome to Jurassic World. Is that a good impression of him? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he'll be our next Schwarzenegger for the summer. Dude, half. this summer, uh, we should watch The Big Chill. Oh, dang. Well, we'll have to do it without Jessica. She hates that movie. Oh, yeah. Why does she hate that again? I don't know. It's one of those where I'm like, you know what I'm in the mood for? The Big the Chill. Big- There's that, that movie is like that. It's complicated. It's like that. I always want to watch It's Complicated. Um, I always want to watch Red Dawn. Have you ever seen Red Dawn? No. Oh, dang, dude. Put it on your list. It's on Hulu, I think. Uh, okay. The best 80s movie ever. Okay. Little Swayze. That. Little Leah Thompson. All right. And then uh, and then you have to watch Cocktail. All right. I had I wrote that down actually yesterday when we were on the phone. <laughs> I'm always telling you 80s movies and sermons. Yep. And worship songs. And I write it all down, I promise. awesome all right okay so we have some people to thank if people still want to give to the gomers all the money that you give goes to keeping the lights on and everything goes toward the podcast race registrations and travel and things like that um we appreciate it so much and one of the one of the benefits you get is you get our spring specials um uh but we have had people give since we thanked last and so we want to just read through some names you want to start anthony yeah, absolutely. All right. So, thank you so much, Douglas Barney. Thank you. David Dushkin. Thank you. Terrence Hooker. Yeah, what? baby. I th- I T- put this in. Yep. T Dog. What? Your your former roommate. Yep. I and was so happy when I saw that, dude. Dude, I've been friends with Terrence since I want to say maybe middle school. Yep. Definitely early high school. Wait, you knew him in middle school? Yeah, dude. It, or, or early high school. 
I guess I thought you met him in college. Nope. So we uh, and Lindsey Richter mm-hmm. and some others. So I was the Wiseau crew, Wisconsin Youth Symphony Orchestra. He was in the Miso crew, Milwaukee Youth Symphony Orchestra. Okay. Rivals. But we all came together for UW-Madison summer camp, you know, band camp. Yeah. Music clinic. Okay. And so we became friends there. And then you just went to sc- went to college together and decided to... Yep. Okay, cool. So I think we like played an orchestra together and stuff and it's was like, hey, you want to be roommates? And we go to Campus Crusade and like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That is so cool, Terrence. Thanks, dude. I know. I was so happy when I saw that. Wow. I That blows me away. <laughs> um, I mean, like total surprise. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, well, I, I need to connect with him. That's so cool. Um, other than like we comment and like and love right. stuff. Yeah, you know? definitely. Um, cool. Okay. And Christy Rogers. Thank you so much. Thank you, Christy. Um, We've got Lori Fisher. Thank you, Lori. Yep. Uh, Jason Norum. There we go. Yep. Who designed, did he design our logo? Did Jason? Or am I thinking of a different Jason? Nope, Jason Coy. Oh, sorry. Yep. But we're still thankful to you, Jason Norum. Yep. For your donation. Uh, Do you do logos? (laughs) Maybe he does. (laughs) That would be weird. Um, Eric Sanderson. Thanks, Eric. Yep. Awesome. Brian Campbell. Mm -hmm. And then a big gift. From Rona Sass, and I love that name. Yes, Sass. And her email indicates that she is a a trumpet player, or he, I guess it could be a he. I'm assuming Rona is a woman. Could be a trumpet player. So Uh I'm not going to give that email out, but that was interesting to me to see. So thank you, everybody, so much for giving. We appreciate you. Uh, We hope you enjoy the specials that we've been putting out, and we're going to continue to put out one this spring um yeah we couldn't do this without you like literally couldn't do this without you like literally <laughs> like <laughs> literally dude <laughs> um a uh, brad fidel is the composer of nee 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 terminator oh, 2 no clue anything he, else he did true lies okay i love true lies one of my favorite movies i got to play with roseanne Barr's husband um <laughs> Gladiator, that's probably, I bet you that's his, that and Terminator 2 are probably his meal tickets. Okay. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, there you go. Um, Hasn't done anything since 96, which leads me to believe that perhaps he is, nope, still alive. (laughs) There you go. So what's he doing? I don't know. You write the score to terminate, like the, the blockbuster of the year. Listen, you don't quit. Yeah, man. After that, come, you ride high. Come back, come back for more of that. It's like the dude that scored uh, Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, it's that guy, that that guy with his keyboard. So is that bass a bass or or is it a keyboard? Nope, it's on a keyboard. I saw like a short little thing. Uh-huh. Um, maybe it was like CBS Sunday Morning or something like that. Yeah, where he he did every single one live. Okay, so like. That they don't do like a tape, you know, like, okay, here's the intro. He always does it live. And actually, it was kind of interesting to see how he does it because he does it specifically to, to Seinfeld's, you know, like comedic beats. Right, yeah. Oh, wait, um, so you're telling me he's sitting in the on the soundstage when they're taping in front of a live studio audience playing no. his keyboard? Oh, sorry, I don't mean live, live, but like, yeah, sorry, that was confusing. Okay. Almost as confusing as Darth Maul. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Not quite, um, though. <laughs> the rebellion in the Senate. Um, yeah, so, like, what was I thinking? 
he so he he watches it back and records it live to tape. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Sorry. So in the scoring stage, he's watching it live and he's playing along. Yeah, I got it. So he does it live every time. Yeah. Fresh for each episode. Okay. Wow. Which is a lot of work. Yeah, a ton of work. Yep. Like I mean, usually those intros of of shows. I mean, think of like Star Trek: The Next Generation for or like West Wing. Yeah. You know, they just play the MP3. Boom. Right, exactly. You know, I th- I think I read somewhere that Thirty Rock, every hmm. every musical cue was individually scored. It wasn't like tracks that they were playing. Huh. Cheers. I remember my dad went to a Cheers scoring session. Really. Clarinet player, saxophone player, uh, like jazz combo. That's it. Just just a clarinetist and a saxophonist. <laughs> right. There's your Cheers score. Yep. Classic. <laughs> It's a oh, yeah, little out the, of tune, isn't it? Do you think that? Yep. Not the first song, though. Not the first song. They didn't. They didn't redo that. They only did that twice, I think. Okay, I'm thinking of over the credits. Of course, yep. that's not. No, in, that, that's not always played. But I'm thinking that no, that, no, no. that is that a saxophone or a clarinet that's playing that clarinet. Always sounds a little out of tune to me. But yeah, you know, it makes me think it's like maybe like a doubler or just kind of like a jazz person. Yep kind of has that sound and hope i don't offend anybody with that <laughs> now you've done it all of our jazz clarinetists are <laughs> shutting off their iphones right now forget these guys <laughs> that, that jerk i hate bassoon players anyways <laughs> <laughs> all right dude well great episode super fun that was always fun to be back together man and once again we said we'll make this a short one <laughs> Well, but we started early, which is awesome. We're actually finishing 15 minutes early on our schedule. That's true. You're totally right. I think, though, those first 15 minutes we just talked and weren't recording at all. (laughs) Yep. Which we have to do, right? We have to warm up. Oh, yeah. People don't know that. We We can't can't just start. Can't jump right into it. No. For sure. We always warm up. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, keep running. Okay. Yeah, dude. Great little ending there. I love it. Yeah. Keep running. It's going to be great. It's better than dying. (laughs) Yep. What was it? Um, I prefer running to dying. I think he actually says, I thought you said you never run. Or you don't like running. Like oh, you escaping. don't believe in running. Right, that's right. You don't believe in running. And then almost under his breath, Beckett says, well, it's better than dying. Hmm. Love it. Yep. That's our new motto, dude. There it is. Better than dying. There's Next, your t-shirt. I'm, why I'm, do we run? Why do we breathe? Better than dying. Why do we breath? Why do we breath? <laughs> <laughs> so I actually am going to try when I'm running tomorrow to think, well, it's better than dying. Mm-hmm. It is. And it's it's going to prevent us from dying. That's true. Not in the long run. <laughs> Literally. Like, uh, we will die. Is that what you mean? Yep. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> have a great week, dude. Okay. You too, dude. And happy running. listening to two gomers run a marathon join us next week for another installment my name is baka keep it rizzio